The rose that lives, its little hour is prized beyond the sculpted flower. William C. Bryant. Welcome back to Farm Chica. Today I'll be talking about the lovely rose. Specifically, the thing that is left after roses blossom, the rose hip. Welcome to Farm Chica, the podcast dedicated to providing a holistic model for promoting sustainable lifestyles and ways to engage in traditional methods of homesteading. Join me, Rene Delgado Riley, a native-born New Mexican, as I share how I respect Mother Nature through easy-to-apply tips that anyone can do. Through this podcast, I hope to inspire you to tap into your ancestral roots and live a more traditional simple life that focuses on sustainability and respect to the earth. So join me as I share 20 to 30 minute tips that anyone can do. Known since ancient times in pharmacy as a remedy for toothache, kidney disease, dysentery, and epilepsy. It's also known that the rosehip is rich in vitamin C. According to new research immediately after the black current, the highest concentration of vitamin C is in a rosehip. Rose hips are the part of the fruit that grows on the blossom of a wild rose. Rose hip, aka Rosa canina al, is one of the oldest plants. There's actually evidence out there that humans have been using it since prehistoric times. It's actually been found in archaeological evidence in Switzerland. This archaeological evidence tells us that humans used it mostly in the form of some type of jam. It's Health properties and healing properties were mentioned in the old Iceland mythology. The ancient Romans also believed that rosehip cures rabies. Today, rosehip is used in the preparation of many dishes, um, and many folks use it for teas, compotes, jams, cakes, and soups, and even rosehip vinegar. When cooking rosehip, Unlike other types of fruits and vegetables, there's no loss of the concentration of vitamin C, but the fruit of the rosehip is best prepared in the form of tea. From old books on medicinal plants and healing herbs, you can find that rosehip tea was used to improve urinary tract functions. Dried fruit of the rosehip is recommended for problems caused by kidney stones and is an integral part of any herb store or any place online that you can buy dried herbs, you'll definitely find rosehip everywhere. Typically, tea that's made with rosehips is recommended in the winter months due to the high concentration of vitamin C when combating colds, flu, viruses. It's also historically been um, recommended for nursing mothers because vitamin C from rosehip tea exceeds the mother's milk and has a real influence on human development. Throughout history, rosehip tea has been used when someone has a cold or a flu, anytime you need to boost up your immune system, also been used to treat kidney problems, and just when you want to drink a very pleasant tasting tea. Rosehip tea is very easy to make. You dry the rosehips off the rose bush, and you take one large spoonful of rosehip and place one liter of hot water. After 20 minutes, the tea can be strained, and then you can be free to add any kind of sweetener, stevia, sugar, honey, etc. Oftentimes, this tea is paired nicely with honey. Some other places um, in Sweden actually make a delicacy called rosehip soup called sopa. In Hungary, famous rosehip wine has been used and produced for years. 
Rose tips have also been seen to lessen pain due to osteoarthritis. Um, it's actually been tested in people with issues in their hips, knees, hands, shoulders, neck, and other areas. A review of the studies show that people who took the supplement actually had less pain after three months compared to a placebo. Some professionals might actually think that rosehip might be an alternative to any kind of anti-inflammatory drugs such as ibuprofen, um, just because rosehips don't appear to thin the blood or cause stomach irritation, which can cause ulcers. And so it's just a much lighter, more homeopathic way to deal with pain. Fresh rosehips actually have more vitamin C than any citrus fruit. In fact, during World War II in England, during this time, the scarcity of citrus uh, led to a nationwide effort to harvest and process rose hips from the dog rose tree or bush. And this was abundant in the countryside and it provided the adequate amount of vitamin C to prevent the onset of what we all know as scurvy. There are actually more than 10,000 plus cultivated varietals of the edible rose hip. Every single rose has a rose hip. Maybe because of their medicinal use or how powerful they were as an antioxidant, many historic societies have called them the queen of flowers, and that is why you see garlands of roses decorated on statues of gods and goddesses. And in fact, early Christians considered rose hips to be sacred, and they actually crafted the first rosary beads with rose hips. The rose is considered a symbol of love everywhere. So as we all know, roses have thorns. However, there are so many cultivated varieties of rose hips that you can actually purchase plants that have been created without thorns. And so it actually is a plant that you plant and it has roses that blossom from it, but it's mainly focused on having large rose hips. Typically, rose hips are anywhere from red to orange after um, a rose um, fall, wilts away on a bush. Go take a look at the plant. You're going to see these balls right below with where the actual flower blossom. That is a rose hip. So it's important to note that there are hairs within and seeds within the rose hips that can be really irritable to one's gut. Hence why it's so important when you utilize this fruit that you actually strain the seeds and the hairs out. That way it doesn't bother the intestinal tract. That way, that's why the rosehip tea is so popular is because you, you, you steep that in hot water and then you take it out. So you're not actually eating the flesh of the fruit, but instead you're getting all the benefits from the fruit itself. Rose hips are high in antioxidants. Um, and Taking antioxidants protects against chronic conditions such as heart disease, cancer, and type 2 diabetes. And in many research studies, it's been found to contain high levels of polyphenols and vitamin C and E, which are all powerful antioxidants. In fact, there's actually been some studies out there that rose hips may aid in weight loss. Studies have shown that rose hips have not only are they high in antioxidant, but a specific one, tallyroside, which may have fat-burning properties. I may just have to get a hold of some of this in my daily diet. And because of the vitamin C content within rose hips, um, vitamin C has actually been shown to promote collagen synthesis and protect skin cells against sun damage, both of which can help keep your skin looking tighter and more youthful. And so as rose hips are high in this vitamin, consuming this would actually help with your collagen synthesis. 
Rosehip tea has a very interesting flavor. I suggest you all try some. I'm sure at one of your local herb stores or you can find this online. It's really easy to come by. It's actually really delicious. It's become my new favorite tea. And of course, with anything new entering your diet, just as a precaution, um, just beware of any serious side effects. Um, there's not any serious side effects that could occur, but anything that you haven't ever had in your diet and you're trying it, um, just pay attention to things that don't feel right. Um, it, it shouldn't um, have effect on you, but just be careful when you're trying anything new. So it doesn't hurt to give rosehip tea a try uh, due to its high levels of antioxidants. It can boost your immune system, aid in weight loss, reduce your joint pain, support healthy looking skin, and protect against heart disease and type 2 diabetes. So unlike rose blossoms, which bloom in the spring and summer months, rose hips generally grow after the petals have bloomed and started falling off, and they grow up until mid-fall. So rose hips are a wonderful herb to have on hand in your herbal remedy toolkit, as well as a great sustainability item to have on your farm homes that are backyard. But how on earth do you get them besides just growing some roses? As I said, there's lots of varietals out there. You can actually purchase from any kind of nursery a rose hip that's actually been cultivated to grow really large rose hips. I've always been a big believer that planting and harvesting your own plant is so much more joyful and exciting than grabbing something off the shelf or from some herbal store. So anyways, um, as you all know, as I've mentioned, the rose hip is a fruit that is part of the rose plant. And what I love about rose hips is you get to enjoy the beautiful roses because these blossom in spring and summer. And then the rose hip grows after they wilt off, which you don't actually harvest until the first light frost. And so you get kind of two phases of that rose bush and plant is you get the beautiful ornamental gorgeous roses and then you get that rose hip. Actually, you can harvest rose hips um, anywhere that you see roses in the wild. You can harvest those rose hips. There's not, There's no harm that's done to the rose to take the rose hip. So it's just an awesome experience. I've learned a lot just from harvesting rose hips. Roses will need plenty of room to root and grow. They grow in a bush, um, so definitely want to have enough um, space for these. I don't really re recommend container growing, but if you are, I would say five to 10 gallons in size for each plant is probably ideal if you are going to grow these in containers. But if you are going to grow these in the ground, I suggest having as much room as possible. And usually roses are pretty hardy. You don't really have to worry about pests. It's just when those flowers begin to dry up and wilt that birds are just as happy to harvest those rose hips as you are and make a meal of them. So you can definitely cover your plants with netting like other berry plants out there. And what's interesting is the more thorny roses actually protect against some of the bird strikes. So definitely think about that, but it's still definitely possible to have that. Um, if you do choose a varietal that's um, really kind of made to have large amounts, voluminous amounts of rose hips um, and larger rose hips, you don't really have to worry um, because even if birds get to it, they're not going to decimate your whole plant. So harvesting rose hips, how do you use those awesome things if you decide to grow them on your farm, homestead, or backyard? Well, the best time to harvest your rose hips is after the first light frost has nipped the leaves. But before you experience a hard frost, you see 
Once that rose blossoms and begins wilting, the rose hips then start growing into mid to late fall. So it's important that you want to wait to that light frost because the light frost actually helps sweeten the flavor on the hips. The hips should still be firm and have good color. Typically, rose hips are the red or orange at maturity. So you want to leave the shriveled or dry rose hips on the plants for the birds to enjoy. They won't be as tasty um, and they might be too mushy to pick. I prefer the use of any kind of garden scissors or any kind of things to help cut that, um, those rose hips off the vine just because there might be thorns. But if you get a varietal that doesn't have thorns, it's a little bit easier to harvest those hips. So once you get all these hips, the next trick is to clean the hips. You want to trim off the stem and blossom ends from each of the hips. Um, they're all tiny, so just be careful you don't cut yourself. Um, you can either remove the seeds or not. I strain everything out, so at this point, I don't really um, think too much because I have a, a fine mesh um, chinua, which is a fine mesh sieve, and that helps me um, get all those fibers out of there, and I don't even have to worry about doing all that pre-work. And so I usually just cut them in half and cut off the blossom. I rinse and I process the hips depending on what I'm going to make. There are many different ways to use those rose hips and then also to preserve them. Um, rose hips can be used. Um, you can cook them down and extract the juice for jams and jellies. I actually made a rose hip jelly this past year and it was absolutely delicious. You can also strain the juice and freeze it for up to a year. Or you can take those rose hips and dry them. You can spread the, the hips over baking trays in your oven or you can use it in a dehydrator and then you can store them in airtight jars. And I don't remove the seeds because I put them in a tea bag as I'm steeping the, the hot water um, with them. So I don't need to worry about um, those seeds getting in the way and it just saves more work for me when I'm processing a lot of things. So in order to make a simple rosehip jelly, um, after cleaning those rosehips, you want to place them in a pot um, with water and simmer for about 15 to 20 minutes. Then you want to strain through a cheesecloth or a fine mesh sieve and every one pound of rose hips equals about two cups of juice. Then you can take that juice, add whatever sweetener you want, um, any kind of extra herbs, but honestly rose hip alone is just great. Um, and you can cook that down with some pectin and it's a very delicious jelly. So a recipe I found online when I was harvesting rose hips last year was rose hip wine. It's actually something I've never tried, but it sounds really freaking good. Um, so it might be something I try in the future, but essentially similar to any kind of home brew you make, home wine, you definitely want to go through that primary ferment. Um, and so I would probably use a fermentation bag since the rose hips have all those seeds and fibers. And I'd probably just put them in that fermentation bag with all the things that I put in to kill the wild yeast. But I'm excited to try this out next year and let you all know. Maybe it'll be a rose hip part two as I talk through about how that wine tastes. And just to give you all just an idea of how much vitamin C, just one ounce of fresh rose hips contains 200% of your daily needs for vitamin C. So there's an infamous amount of recipes out there on Google to do stuff with rose hips. Um, there's variations with taking the rose hip tea and making uh, tea lattes. Um, you can make some rose hip syrups, almost like a simple syrup that's sweet by straining that out. You can add soda water to it and make a rose hip soda. Um, you can even add it to a cocktail if you wanted. Um, 
One thing I tried this past year that just sounded really good to me, mainly because I eat two salads a day and occasionally I'll use some apple cider vinegar in them, I decided to make some rose hip vinegar. And essentially what I did is I took those fresh rose hips and submerged them. Well, I poke them. Um, so I cut off the blossom end and I pricked them a little bit with a toothpick and I put them in a quart jar and I filled it up with a mixture of champagne, vinegar, a little bit of white wine balsamic vinegar, and some apple cider vinegar, and I let it ferment for a couple of months, and then I strained it out, and it's a really beautiful, pink, gorgeous vinegar, and it tastes really, really yummy. I also saw that um, you can make rose hip fruit lover leather. I've never tried it, but it definitely sounds really good, so maybe that'll be future recipe for me to try. I also discovered that there are topical products you can make, like beauty products. So solves are really big in the homesteading world. I saw a recipe for rosehip and elderflower, which you all know elderflower, which I've done a podcast on the past, is also very powerful in its antioxidants and immune-boosting properties. So these two together can be put onto any kind of scarring, and they're just really effective in just um, helping with your skin layer. I definitely want to try the, so there's an infinite amount of recipes out there. You can do a lot with rose hips. Um, I think you might enjoy them, so give them a try. What's in a name that which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet? William Shakespeare. Thank you for listening to this podcast focused on rose hips. I hope you were inspired to add this to your farm, homesteader backyard, and look forward to hearing how you enjoy rose hips.